Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Welcome to Ask the Manager Mondays, your chance to ask Better Together General Manager Kevin Undergaro and Assistant General Manager Kelsey Meyer your questions about the Better Together brand and questions about life in general. And now, your managers, Kevin and Kelsey. Oh my God. Welcome again to our second episode <laughs> of uh, Ask the Manager Mondays. Wow. Here's the show where Kelsey and I unloosen our ties. That's right. We pour ourselves a nice mug of uh, coffee. <laughs> We loosen up a little bit, and uh, we answer your very important questions. Mm -hmm. And by the way, these questions are fresh off the press. Yeah, they are. I uh, do not look at them beforehand. Oh, he doesn't? Nope. Kelsey, and Kelsey, nor does Kelsey, other than aggregating them. Correct. So our answers will be as fresh mm -hmm. on point as possible. Mm -hmm. And Kelsey, uh, how did our pilot uh, episode go over? <laughs> Kevin, I'm not going to lie to you. It really went over. Let me tell you something, you guys. Kevin's been talking about an RGF. How his current favorite podcast is called The Daily Stoic. Um, we are two underneath The Daily Stoic <laughs> in ranking <laughs> on that specific episode, on the pilot episode. Can you believe that, Kevin? <laughs> Can you believe that? We are close to Gabby Bernstein. We are six away from Gabby Bernstein. <laughs> Unbelievable. Un this is amazing. Listen, people, I'm telling you, people missed the original Ask the Manager. went off the air, I don't know, about 40 years ago. <laughs> and listen, there's a lot of people who miss it. Dana I Berkery, knew I did. No, Dan Berkery <laughs> and Dana, uh, Dana Hersey. Love it. Are the, yeah, they were the, they were the stalwarts. They were the, uh, the goats of the Ask the Manager. We, we honor them. We not honor saying them. that, we're not saying we can um, replicate them. No. It's our own take. But it's our take. And let me, you know, do a quick call of that intro, Kev. That was magical. Yes, we have a new member of the team. Wow. Yes, she's from uh, across the pond, as they say. I love that. And I think we may have our first British queen. <gasps> Whoa. Do you, think yeah. do you think they're different over there? Well, you know, the queen word, 
I have to find out how that's you because listen, they have an actual queen. Oh yeah, good point. I mean, we're so, all wait, we're all queens, and I don't want to go RGF you guys because this is this is in fact. Ask the manager Mondays. Thank you very much, and uh, listen, this is the show where we will be answering all of your questions as. Uh, as you maybe heard at the top of the show, we'll be answering your questions That's right. about the Better Together brand and just life in general. Mm-hmm. We will do our very best and uh, probably should report in before we get to the questions. Yeah, tell us, Kevin. Just a little bit of business mm-hmm. um, on for the Better Together brand. We launched the Better Together Players and yes, our own version of the After School Special. <laughs> now, this is something that's been in beta for oh, a better part of five years. We aggregated a lot of data. Um, I worked with some of the greatest minds in Helsinki. <laughs> and, uh, and the conclusion was that the people really wanted the after-school special, and they wanted to have you know a troop come together and mm. interpret some of the lessons that we learned better together in the after-school special form. Yep. Luckily, Kelsey, Pooja, Maria, sometimes me, as of now, we are the Better Together players. We are recruiting what do you mean new. Sometimes you. Sometimes we need your me. brains always. Well, you know, I'm, I guess as a director, you're kind of the player, but the players are traditionally the performers. Ah. Anyway, we're going to be bringing you so a little news update on Better Together. We'll be bringing you more episodes of uh, the Better Together After School Special mm-hmm. by the Better Together players. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's gone over very well. It was- Amazing. An amazing response, really. I was really, really, really pleased. I said, Maria, do you want to put it on your <laughs> feed? She goes, maybe my stories. She goes, I don't mm-hmm. think a million people follow me are quite ready for the after-school special. And I, I said, I think I disagree. I think... <laughs> so do I. Well, I we think, got the stories. We got the views on the stories. We got it on the stories. Mm-hmm. Well, we're inching small there. Small wins, small wins. Small wins. Small victories. That's so right. we really want to uh, tell you guys we will be doing more of those. Mm-hmm. In an effort to promote our messages. Thank you for the support on this current one. Right. Yep. And of course, the whole um, and call back to Friday's regular guy Friday, in which the host and co-host discussed the all-important work scam balance. Yes. And in and in doing the all-important work scam balance, the scam portion would be the better together players in the after-school special. <laughs> Work is when you actually interview the subject, like Aaron Faulkner, about how to break up with friends, and we had our interpretation, which I think is going to be very helpful for some of our um, fans who don't have, you know, they maybe need a reminder or they need they need to put in that form. I agree. To understand. Okay. Kel, should we get to the questions? Oh, well, Kev, we left them on a real cliffhanger last week. Do you remember? We really, we really left them with a question that we were going to answer this week, and let me remind you. It's a good one. Okay. Crystal from Bellingham, Washington. She wants to know, she wants you to expand on the idea of how regret is worse than failure. Oof. Yeah. What a doozy. Well, first of all, I agree that it is. Mm. I think when you look back at life, yes, of course you lament your failures, but I think you lament more when you didn't do something you could have. We didn't stand up for yourself when you could have, maybe. When you didn't, um, you know, pursue something you could have. I just, I know, I like think of my mom, and I we we were looking back at some pictures of her in her teenage years. I said, "Mom, my God, you're out of all your friends, you're beautiful." She's like, "And I thought I was the ugliest one back then." 
And just, she's like, I, I never thought of myself that way. And, you know, and she's, my mother would say, she's like, I regret not embracing my youth mm. when I could have. And again, that's a more generic thing. But I think regret is, uh, is, is hurts more than failure, but it depends on the person. I think you need to ask yourself that. I think you need to review your life. And for, for someone who answers the other way, okay. Failure to me is way worse than regret. Okay. That person either needs to fix that if they want to fix it, but if not, and if they know that's who they are, then that then they're then play a safe game. Yeah. Because that'll benefit you. But for the people, and I think the majority of people, regret is more than failure, mm-hmm. then you need to say, okay. So I cannot go into the past. So there's no sense on dwelling on the regret or the failure. The only thing to, I can take from that is the lessons. Right. So next time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a swing. Yeah. And if I fail, I fail. But you know what? I'm gonna take a swing, and I'm not gonna regret. Oh. You know. So I'm not gonna regret. Uh, I'm not, I'd rather not have the regret. So anyway, yeah. I think that's a great that answer. Help? It helps Thank a lot. You. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you, Crystal. I hope that helps you. Oh, Kev, this is a great one. Mason from Detroit, Michigan. She wants to know, who are your different role models? Oh, I'm the worst one to ask that. Come on. I mean, I know a few of them. They're all, I mean, like, they only make sense to me. Well. Role models. My goodness. Uh. Well, I've mentioned uh, a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I look at a guy, I go back to Steve Grogan, I'll date myself. <laughs> and he was a very dynamic quarterback in the 70s for a minute, but uh, was a bit of a head case, admittedly. And um, I could run, could throw, all these different things. And then um, over time injury upon injury upon injury and like the list of injuries on this guy. It's, I don't think any quarterback has endured this many mm. broken bones and torn ligaments all over his body to the point that at the end of his career, he was playing in a neck brace, but he got a second chance at the end of his career. And he knew even though the physical tools were gone, he knew what was left was his brain and his heart. So his heart was like, I'm not afraid of any of these big linebackers coming at me. What a big deal. You've already broken my bones a million times. You're going to break more of them. I don't care. Come get me. But I now am smart enough. I have all this wisdom and all this knowledge that um, is greater than when I was younger. And I'm over all the baloney when I'd like kick my helmet or throw the, no, now I'm calm and I got it. And I'm just going to work with what I have. And so he, he went on this epic run before the Patriots were the Patriots, when they were the most losing franchise in the world. Uh, literally, there was probably only one other franchise worse off than the New England Patriots. I'm telling you that. They were just a mess. I mean, their owners went out and, and took all their money at one point and, and said, oh, we'll do the Jackson 5's Victory Tour concert. Financed it. It was it's a total fine. flop. <laughs> and they had to sell the team. I mean, you couldn't write about the old Patriots. It was that horrifying. Um, and the quarterback before Grogan, one of the reasons why he left, he was like, I was jogging off the field and they took a hibachi grill with lit coals in it and threw it at my head. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. But what I love about Steve Grogan, who's a bit of a, a tragic hero, but a hero is that he hung in through all of that and 
he inspired this two and three team that was two wins, three losses, and like, you know, kind of another losing year. And when he got called back into duty, he wasn't ready initially, but he answered the call. And as I said, he used what tools he had left, which was his heart and his mind, which is what we all have. And, and in knock on wood, we'll have those, those things the longest. Our looks will go, all these other things will go, but we have our heart and our mind and the courage to say, no, I'm going to, I'm just going to do this. And he, 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 he rattles off five straight wins and tells them we're, he literally tells them on the last play of that first game, he's like, we're going to the Super Bowl. This play is going to determine if we go to the Super Bowl. And they looked at him like he was crazy yeah. and they went on to the Super Bowl. So uh, he's one of the role models, and, uh, and that is the reason why. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. So I will, I will say that. Now, I'm also say this too, and I, and I think for people who are older or feel it's passing by, and today's everyone seems older. I mean, I hear like 23 years go, oh, I mean, remember like my nephew at one point, I think when he was like 18 or 17 even, he maybe 16, excuse me, I think he was 16, and he was already telling me why his hockey career was over. Oh. You have to go to the right schools, and I didn't go to the right. And I and I remember saying to him, like, "Who Sad. is advising you? Who are you talking to?" Like I, it, but I think today, right? It's like, oh, if you're not a TikTok star, that you know. And 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 Brooke Shields actually, we're doing an interview with Brooke Shields, and she talks about how yeah. we are so youth obsessed. So there's a lot of people who feel like you know their time has passed, and no, it hasn't. Your heart is with you. Your mind is with you. Okay. And I'll give you a, a, listen, I will tell you for myself, um, I'm kind of living that Steve Grogan thing because I'm at a time in my life and at a time in our business where I shouldn't be getting any work and more stuff is now coming to me, Hmm. um, than ever before. And my work is being received in a manner it's never been received before. And um, I'll, again, I'll bring it back to sports. Uh, John Elway. And I know a lot of sports experts, like, listen, for you people who are like super sports experts, you're going to poke a million holes in the Steve Grogan story and you'll probably poke a million in the John Elway story, <laughs> whatever. But John Elway was a, a stud quarterback, much better than Grogan. Like, a, you know, he was one of the all-time greats. But he threw the ball so hard, they literally was known to break the fingers of the receivers he would throw wow. to. Wow. Oh my God. So he always falls short of ever winning a Super Bowl until he hits 38 years old and he loses just a little bit on that, Mm. on his arm. 
right? On a spiral up in there. And then all of a sudden, it all comes together. Wow. And he wins two Super Bowls. Mm. And so sometimes you need, so I have a, my, I have a friend at home who is a, a tested genius, mental genius and creator. And um, now nearing 50, maybe even 50. Um, and for years has lamented about regret decisions. You know, he, he wasted his genius. So he thinks is an artistic genius, but a lot of the stuff that he would send were just, it was so far out in left field, mm. but now he taking the hits, you know, the, the, uh, you lose a little off the fastball, you know, and he's worn down just enough along with the fact, and this is another thing too, sometimes the world has to catch up to you. So now his stuff, he's taken it down a level from being completely surreal and you couldn't even understand it. He was that like the arrogant creator who's like, I don't care. I'm just making all this art and I don't care. But time wore him down enough to go, maybe there's a more um, humane or a more uh, relatable way to deliver the art. Furthermore, the world is now caught up because art is so much more sophisticated. Writing is so much more sophisticated. I mean, there's so much. um, And again, because the training is different than the Mm -hmm. 30, 40 years ago, there was no way to learn how to write a sitcom. You just, you just picked it up and then you became a writing assistant and you kind of learned. But now we have books and seminars. I mean, like there's a whole formula. So it's almost like you don't even have an excuse not to do something good. But for now, the world is kind of caught up to him. And I can say that for myself as well. And I will tell you, um, I go to Chris Hardwick in our business. I was head writer at MTV back in the day. And one, and I was singled out was the show I was working on. And Chris Hardwick was the host and Jenny McCarthy and then Carmen Electra. But with Chris... He was just so gifted. I can't tell you how many times I was hung over every time. Um, and sorry, and I'm not proud of that. Honestly, guys, I, again, I vibrated low. I, we know this. Kelsey? Uh, we know this. We know this. I did not have scam work life balance no, down. We went no, over that no. on RGF. Yeah. We're not going to go over it on Ask the Manager. Please tune in. Tune in. We go over scam work, work <laughs> scam balance, work scam balance. which I know is very big with the Stoics, with, with Gabby Bernstein, oh, with yeah. Joe Dispenza, like Huge. all of them are always covering work. Jay scam Shetty balance. was even talking about it last week. Jay Shetty was talking about it. Mm-hmm. He, he always says people work scam balance. So important. <laughs> very. We know how important it is. Yeah. Back then, probably a little too much scamming mm. and not enough work or maybe too much of both. I did not have work scam balance down, but I will say every time, it was like I was just out of gas for a joke. Chris was like, oh, what? Oh, never mind. I got it. He would just look at the paper, go, got it. And he'd go improv something. Always amazing. And I remember, you know, I was early in that phase of seeing career paths. So I knew, I knew he was going to be a star. I remember when we got Carmen, I'm like, she's a star. She's an icon. Really? I'm like, how do you not see this? Of course she's going to be. Wow. But with Chris, I'm like, Chris, you are such a gift. And we is, was it, we used to talk, is it, should you do stand up? Should you act in sitcoms, act in movies, write movies? And he really struggled for a while, like probably over a decade. Uh, he did a show called Shipmates and he was hilarious on that too, but it was kind of one of those things where people say, what's he doing now? Well, and he owns, he start launched the Nerdist oh. and now he, I mean, he's huge. And then he now, and he hosts, what is it? One in a hundred. 
I don't know. Huge network show. No, he's ginormous now well, and well-respected in our business. I'm but, under a rock over here. But the thing is, there was no internet. Ah. Uh, there was no nerddom, none of that stuff. So he created the Nerdist. He called hmm. it, you know, remember the Nerdist podcast? Mm-hmm. Nerdist Industries. He built that whole thing. Wow. They bought it. He made a lot of money. And wow. you know, then everyone discovered, oh, my God, this guy's a genius and a very sweet guy. And then he now, you know, he does the game show. And he went through a thing where he's, from what I understand, I've talked to him. I mean, I bumped into him at parties, but not for a few years. But I, I heard that he kind of evolved past it all to go, I don't need to be doing everything anymore. I want to be happy with my wife. I'm going to work. I'm going to do what serves me. Hmm, And he really has work scam balanced down. But he needed the world to catch up to him. So sometimes the world needs to catch up to you guys. Okay? Don't feel bad. I know it's hard to hear this. But sometimes you have to, the world has to grind you down, polish you like a stone. You're like a little Mm, jagged and hard and raw. Mm -hmm. I think in my first films, guys, like I'll never forget, I had an old director say to me who really believed in me. And he said, Kevin, you are Spider Rico. <laughs> you are Rocky Balboa when he fought Spider Rico. And what he meant by that was in the very first Rocky, Rocky is in this like leaky, dirty club and he's in the ring with this street fighter and Rocky's like just kind of flabby and he's smoking butts before the fight and he has all this raw talent, but it's not polished or put together in any way, shape, or form, but he's got it. There's something there, mm. but it's not realized. And that was me. You know, and I think that's a lot of us. So, but you have to keep going forward and you have to keep trying and you've got to evolve and pivot along the way so you can let yourself be polished. But life's going to do that too. Mm -hmm. If you hang in long enough, you will. You'll get polished by life. But then also you have to be um, willing to evolve and change. And then, um, and like I said, the world sometimes goes, oh, like, by the way, 12 years ago, I want, I, I see this thing for after shows, but not just one after show for a TV show, but after shows for every TV show. And it's an entire digital network. And by the way, there was no technology for it. Hmm. No, I mean, I can't tell people like after show, I mean, WME, CAA, like just, it just, okay. The, you know, in sports, you have a post game wrap up show after a game. Well, why don't we have that in TV? Well, huh? huh? But now yep. the world, the world, is, that's shows. right. So the world caught up. So now after buzzes, you know, it's like, wait, that's very intriguing hors d'oeuvre, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And in a time where audiences are totally splintered, after buzz is the one thing that unites all audiences. So true. So how to wait long enough for the world to catch up to me. Mm. And then obviously learn even about leadership and business, all right. those things. I just was raw. Mm-hmm. Had good instincts. I was raw, but I needed life to, you know, beat me up a little bit and polish me down. And you, and you didn't sit down because of that. You kept going. You kept fighting. Got to keep going. Yeah. Keep going and have, with a little bit of awareness. You know, and again, I'm a experiential learner, and a, which means I'm a slow learner and I only learn by taking hits to the head. If you can know that about yourself yeah. and go, okay, how do I change that? Maria's different. Maria's like, nope, I touched a stove. I burned it. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not doing that again. That's why she's Maria. Um, some of us are very, Maria, I was just talking to Maria's best friend, Alyssa. And I said, listen, it's okay. You and me, we're, we're the same. You're slow. We're <laughs> slow learners, you know? Because she's just like, I see Alyssa and Maria's like, Kevin, have you seen eyes more beautiful than Alyssa's? They're crystal blue. And I'm looking at and I go, no, I haven't. No. And I'm like, okay, Alyssa, you're just beautiful. You're like, you've been a mom to everybody's kid. Like, she's you're such a catch. I'm like, can we stop the madness, please, <laughs> and get us our nice guy or girl what or whatever you want. I'm, she's like, I'm ready. And she's yes. and like, and I, I go, so 
you know, and you, uh, but you know, you look at, so with today, that, that's, those, that's, those are the people I looked up, up to, and that's why. That was a beautiful and answer. Think, and, and you think, started off saying you weren't sure. And look what Well, there's many more. There's many, there's many more yeah. that I have. There's, there's a wrestler, Bob Backlund, who had Sly. a very, very similar story. Obviously Sly. But look at, like, but Sly, like 75 years old, he's still, you know, but he's had so many dips. And like yeah. I've said to him, like, you, you know, I said, I go, you almost have to live this narrative now. You put this rocky thing out to the mm. universe about always get, only getting credit for hanging in and never winning the big fight. So, so when you only, so when you don't win the Oscar for Rocky Balboa, which or or for Creed, which you should have, you know, like I, that's your story. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us put that story out there too. And, interesting. And sometimes that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other set of scams. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. This is the work scam balance that we do on 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 Ask the Manager. That's- When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. Right? What's up, Hill Squad? You guys know how hard we work here every day to bring you this show, and we are so excited to announce our newest partner, Macy's. I used to work for Macy's for years, by the way, as a fragrance spritzer. Shopped there my whole life and still do. And if you've been listening lately, you know my word for the new year is active. But when I looked at my gear, it did not make me want to move. So I'm revamping my athletic wardrobe at Macy's.com backslash better together. It was all old, uninspiring stuff. And now I'm adding a few new pieces and I'm giddy to get active. So they've got so many great brands to choose from, but here's my favorite part. I'm curating a special list for you and me. Just go to Macy's.com backslash better together and check out what I've handpicked in athletic wear and other items that I'm excited about because they have everything you need, not just for a wardrobe refresh, but for every life category. So trust me, it's all cool stuff that you need to get better and be better from desktops, smartphone sanitizer cases to cozy winter PJs and more. P.S. I'll be adding to it constantly and I hope it will help you with any ideas for you and your home or even just gifts. Kev's Valentine's Day present is in there, so shh, don't tell him. Help support the show by using our link macy's.com backslash better together. If you're going to make any purchases with Macy's, it helps us so much in keeping the lights on as you know. Thank you as always for your support, friends. We love you. And we're grateful for Macy's that they saw our authentic connection and came on board. We are better together. That's right, right Kevin. And you know, you know what? what? You know what? I have the perfect follow-up question. Since we're talking so much about work scam, Chloe from Austin, Texas. Hey, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. She wants to know how to maintain a work-life balance or can you in the early stages of your career? Nine! <laughs> that means no. No. 
One of the biggest misnomers, guys. Listen, I say this all the time. If success um, at, at any grand dream, which I think starting your own business and making it successful is a very grand dream. You know, I came from civil servants and ditch diggers. That's who raised me. And my grandparents, great-grandparents, and great-grandparents, for the men, were all ditch, literally ditch diggers from Italy and then some over here. And uh, my first job was digging ditches. So to me, anyone who, who goes out, opens any kind of business and, 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 and makes it self-sufficient where they can have, uh, feed themselves, have my two favorite words put together, which are, Kelsey, do you know these? Your two favorite words? Two favorite words put together. Mm, work and play. <laughs> Scam and balance. Well, these are all great words and great guesses. No boss. Oh, that's right. That's why I say, guys, I'm not a boss. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'd like to you think are. I'm a leader. You are. And if I'm a boss, I'm the... Cool boss. Cool the boss. cool boss. <laughs> right? Yeah, ask the manager. He's cool. Oh, he's, a, he's cool. If you guys saw this guy, Dan Berkery, cool back in the 70s on WSBK, he just seemed like the happiest guy. We, we got the Three Stooges Marathon coming next week, and you know, fans just seem to really like it. Anyway. <laughs> cool boss. Cool boss. Um but I will say anyone who can set out and do their own business and, and, and make it so they can um, pay their bills and have a, even the smallest of salaries, but be self-sustainable without a boss, I think you're succeeding. That being said, I think that that's a lofty goal in life. I still see it that way. I don't see it as a layup. And if there's an easy way to get there, then guess what? Tell, tell me. Us, yeah. <laughs> tell me so I can help other people because to get there. But in 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 seventy six years of me being on this planet, did you say okay? 70, 75, <laughs> 75, 75, 76 <laughs> in November. Wow. Um, I don't know an easy way, and we have a term that in this house we use called redlining. Mm-hmm. And I'll say sometimes, Mary, we got a redline. You know, we have to redline, and what we knew, we knew, it was going to be all of our energy, all of our strength. All of our time was going toward the goals. And I used to say we're going on minimal life support systems. <laughs> but everything else we just had to just minimize. And by the way, even even to the dogs, mm. I would get them together and go, family, we all got to pull together now. Oh my God. Okay, daddy's not gonna you have each other, you have your toys. The you no know barking at daddy. You, but well, no, but I I'm not gonna be able to walk you as much. I'm not you know what I mean? Like I know the, the with this renovation, whatever was going on, I'm like, guys, okay, now come on now. You know, and 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 listen, there were times with the dogs we don't have children, so you know how we feel about our babies, like our dogs. We to us those were our babies mm-hmm. and they still are. No judgment if you don't feel that way, but I you know, I don't know how you can't, because you know, they are such beautiful creatures. And, and so loving unconditionally. But what I would always do is I would say like, listen, Maria, I'll go in the other bed and sleep with them at night. So they would get that six hours with mm. one of us, mm-hmm. you know, but, get their but again, judge. I'm redlining. Yeah. Now I'm even more tired, but no. So there's just, when you're setting out with your dream, you know, you're going to have to make those sacrifices. That's just what it takes. And anyone who tells you different, I'm sorry. I think they're lying. Now, you have to know when, when you've achieved something to go, okay, like mm-hmm. we talked about Chris Harvick. Now yeah. he kicks back. Hey, you know what? No. Marie and I, you know what? I'm at that place now. I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't know. 
I, 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 there's things I love. I'm going to go all out for, but there's just certain things I'm not into anymore. I'm not, you know, but you know, we, we've made it. I'll never forget my dad. He said this to one of my brothers. He goes, you know what? I made it. You know, I made it in life. I, I came from the North end. We had nothing. And I got a house in Winchester, which is one of the nicest towns in Massachusetts. And then I got a house in Martha's Vineyard, which is very exclusive. And I, he's like, I was a construction worker. And I put three kids through college. And he was like, you know what, son? I made it in life. And because, you know, they were still like make, act, wanting him to be what he was to us when he, we were 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, you know. <laughs> he's like, I'm good. They're in their mid-20s and 30s. Yeah. like, I did, you know, I did it. Now yeah. you got to go do it. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. And yes, you can always live here. Or there's always, the fridge is always open, whatever. But you got to go do it now. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. And I'll tell you, like, I never forget when I drove out to L.A. And then back then, it wasn't, we were never, none of us were interconnected. There was no Facebook. There was nothing where you could come out and say, hey, I'm from, uh, you know, Winchester. Is anyone else out? You know, yay. Or who else from St. Anselm is like, yay. <laughs> yay. There's that. You came out, you were alone. Yeah. And you literally went to coffee shops, bars, anything to make friends. And um, I never forget when I was leaving. I mean, my dad just like he felt bad because he. And I don't want to say just because that's so unfair to him. Like he's just a fireman or he's just a construction worker. But he didn't have the. He just didn't have the acumen for the. He, he's, he's like I, he's like Kevin. I don't. I know nothing about that business. He's like I just know that. And I don't want to like, I don't want to diminish my dad, but it's like, he's like, I know you're going to get your balls knocked off. <laughs> Basically, you're going to get knocked down yeah. a lot. And he's like, and you're going to get up and then you're going to get knocked down again. He's like, you just have to keep getting up. He's like, that's all I can tell you. And I'm sorry, I wish I could do more. He's like, but I don't, that's not a business I know, you know? Um, but that was great advice. So I was, yeah. I was prepared. So no, no, there's no easy way to do it. You have to sacrifice. I always say, for whatever your dream is or your goal is, make everything you do in your day support that goal with one exception, the health and well-being of your loved ones. And I mean the extreme health and well-being of your loved ones. And if you have families, well, guess what? This is where we fail our children. Bring them in on the scam. Mm. Bring them in. Guys, listen, we all want to get that. We all want to go on vacation. We all want that summer house or we all want, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, this is what it takes. We've got to pull together now. Mom's starting a business. Dad's starting a business, you know, like we got to, so we got to make some sacrifices, but everything is hard now, easy later. Yeah. Again, there's something that my dad always drilled. Easy later, hard now, hard now, easy later. And he just shrugged. <laughs> yeah, your choice, up to you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said to me in the heat of me in the carny business, working like 110 hours a week. One summer, I, I, I have all my hours too written out. Wow. 108 and a half hours a week I worked oh. for, one, for like seven straight months and like really physical, brutal labor. But it enabled me to get where I needed to be. But I remember my, my dad just always saying, hard now, easy later. He was like, a lot of people I see around us, he's like, they have it easy now. They're going to have it hard later. He's like, you have it hard now. You'll see. You'll have it easy later. And do I not have it easy yeah. now mm-hmm. because of what I had in the past? So I I can't stress enough that it's going in and embracing it, um, and and putting all everything you do in your day into your whatever the goal is, and that's just it. And then at some point when you achieve the goals, then you, okay, now we pull back, we reassess. Like okay, we don't have to, but 
Kels, I don't know any other way. And, and again, I encourage you, if you know an easy way, I'm open to listening, but I don't know one. So, and I, th- I think for um, parents and friends, when you have loved ones doing this, get behind them. Mm. Don't trip them. Don't slow them down. Don't baby them. Don't question them. Yeah. No, what yeah. Can, yeah no, what can I do to support? I yeah. get it. Like my dad, he initially thought that my dream to work in Hollywood was an excuse to not work at all. So you just don't want to get a real job because unfortunately uh-huh. there were members of our extended family who had done that. Yeah. They were just bummed. <laughs> they just didn't want to work. Mm. And he's like, no, that you're just like them. And, uh, but when he saw after like a year, he's like, Oh my God, I've never seen a human being work these hours. Like this is cr- crazy. And he's like, and if I didn't know you and my son, I would think you were out doing drugs or something like this, but he, I would come home like covered in grease and filth and, and so then when he was like, okay, you're in. And I remember saying to Kevin, I don't have the money, but you know what? Like, let's go, let's go down the basement, figure out what we can throw together for your desk. And let's like, for your writing. So, you know, and like, he just did everything else he could around me. So cool. Like, I'll do your laundry. Like I'll do, you know, it was like, and it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. It's a great answer. And you know what, manager Kev, I just got a little alert from um, our associate in the booth. Yes. We have about a five minute window. Well, we can, what are you uh, thinking? why don't we, uh, hmm. let's, uh, why don't we go to a break? Great. And then, um, then we'll come back with more of your questions. Pooj, DJ Pooja Pooj. There you go. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at bettertogetherwithmaria. For an 8x10 personalised signed photo or transcript of today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of ARSA manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, PO Box 311, Encino, California 91316. And now, back to Ask the Manager. Stay crisp, Queens. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You guys, I know. I'm telling you, you don't understand. It was like everyone was asking about the after-school special for decades. We knew this from our research. We knew everyone was missing. Ask the manager. Clearly, Clearly. we're we're in the top 100 of iTunes. Well, I'm telling you the next thing people are going to want. Two things. Ooh, tell us. Well, obviously, they're going to want the personalized autograph photo of the three of us, the managers. Yeah. But then also, they're going to want a transcript of today's show. (laughs) They're going to want it. It was funny. I was explaining Kelsey and Pooja were like, "What's a transcript?" I'm like, I'm like "Are you saying an actual transcript?" Yeah, <laughs> they both have yeah. like blank stares. So for the original Ask a Manager, or even like the Meet the Press, it was always like, "For a transcript of today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to." And I say to myself, "Like, do people really do that?" I guess they do. Uh, anyway, you guys know we will be right back. Take we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of your questions on this. Uh, Second edition of Ask the Manager Mondays. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of wonderful pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, dot com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Heel Squad, you know the best thing ever? A good night's sleep. I can't believe I didn't know about Sleep Number sooner. It's definitely changed my sleep quality and my life. Quality sleep is more important than ever as we conquer this new year. So if you're like me and you hate mattress shopping, I used to always go home unhappy. Not anymore. Sleep Number makes it so easy. You take a quiz online, then you go into the store and they use a high-tech mattress to discover your pressure points. It's an incredible process, guys. Then they take your Sleep Number, mine's 25, you lay on one or two beds that the quiz chose for you, and boom, you're done. And their beds are even more high-tech and mind-blowing than I have time to tell you right now, but just wait till you try it. My bed also is temperature balancing and has a foot heater, which is perfect for these cooler months. Trust me, do not go anywhere else ever for a mattress. Discover special offers right now for a limited time at your local Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com backslash better. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And we're back, uh, back with... uh... Ask the Manager Mondays. Hey. Our second episode. Very exciting. Woo. Another um, spontaneous joke that uh, is now no longer so funny. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Kelsey, I'm laughing. What else do we have? Kevin, this one's from uh, Aisha over from Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island. You know what that reminds me of? Just a quick aside. Miss Congeniality. Mm. Great oh, film. Yeah. Great movie. Thank you, Pooja. I Good love that movie. movie. You know Rhode I Island? Part two, too. I did too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyways, Shatner. So yeah. Rhode Island, I always I have a soft spot for, for Rhode Island because of her. Anyways, we should all watch that. She would like to know. Aisha would like to know. Um, this is a good one for you, Kevin. How do you actually stick to your New Year's resolutions? Hmm. I don't know. Tough one. I think scheduling. I think yeah, we should all schedule our lives. And that takes work too. By the way, I have not done that, but I want to. Me too. That takes a Saturday in and of itself. <clears throat> if you're someone who, you know, especially if you're someone who has hobbies or you write, if you schedule everything and you stick to that schedule, not be too rigid with it because I know people are way too rigid with their schedules and they miss out on like amazing opportunities because of that. But I think if you schedule it, you'll do it. And then, you know, how do you eat a whale? 
piece by piece. One little bite at a time. Mm -hmm. So even with your resolutions, not having them be so lofty. Mm. Like you can have an overall one for the year, but then little resolutions. So I, I, I think the best thing is to schedule. I think that's a great tip. I always say too, it's like, and it's the same thing. If it's in your calendar, you are pro- like 99.9% more likely to do it mm-hmm. if it is in your calendar. But even if you schedule it out, so whatever these New Year's resolutions are, goals, mm-hmm. do it. But some of them may be personality things too. Well, yeah. then that's a matter of um, <clears throat> maybe telling friends to keep you accountable. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know, putting something, uh, writing something on your wrist to yeah. remind you, getting a bracelet yeah. that symbolizes something or says something to, to remind you, to yeah. reset you. Maybe it's putting things on your fridge or like those things you see daily. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to protect your energy more or you're not going to gossip as much or whatever it is. Do reminders on your phone. That's what I do. I like set, I have like little daily reminders that will pop up whatever at four o'clock. It's like, be a bad bee. Be a bad That's bee. That's an example. Yeah, but you know what no, I'm my New Year's resolution is to be a bad bee. Yeah. Well, of course. So you, I hope you didn't steal that from me. Well, well okay. I love that. Thank yeah. you. The other thing that um, Priscilla, who was on the show the other day, talked about, and I have always believed this too, whatever is going to be a good accountability partner for you, this is what Kevin just said, whether it's new workout gear that's going to inspire you to go work out or it's a friend who's going to inspire you to mm-hmm. like hold you to that goal, you know, whatever it is. Figure it out. Know who you're actually, if it's the right person you're asking. So again, it goes back to pre-planning. Yeah. Which could be scheduling, but then also you're right. Like, okay, I'm going to be working out with this person or I'm going to invest in this to make make it so I do that. Right. Yeah. It's it's pre-planning and then I think it's it's finding ways to be accountable, which is things we went over. Yeah, and not too lofty. I agree with that. Next question. Great question, Aisha. Great question. And best of luck to you in the new year. Kevin. This one is coming from Anissa all the way over in New Delhi. Interesting. You ready for this one? Shout out to New Delhi. Shout out to New Delhi. Shout out. This is a whammy. Okay. It seems like all my rich friends have it easy and will always have it easy. Hmm. Help me with this. Is that true? Hmm. Easy is in some ways, but easy is not better. Hmm. With the exception, in my lifetime, I've met two people, three people in my lifetime that do not have to work or be productive. So my mother's partner, Frankie, and his late father, Maria's late uncle, Arthur, all people that were very calm, smiled all the time, and whether they were working or not working, just positive, genial, you know, wishing good things on everyone else. But with the exception of those three, everyone else needs to work. Mm -hmm. And I get retiring and I get, you know, that stuff. So let me replace the work with being productive. Everyone needs to be productive, contribute and provide value in some way. But guess what? For themselves. Mm. What happens is... and. My theory on the housewives is, you know, you see these people, do they look happy? No. Because <laughs> they not only have money, then they even have fame, which is like, it's even more. And do they look happy? No. No. And so what you see is I have a lot of wealthy friends and their children because they took away all their pain and they don't have to go on any kind of journey. Um, they're miserable. Yeah. They're medicated. 
They're very unhappy because they have nothing to pursue, nothing to fight for. And I think why, you know, even during the pandemic, people went even crazier. Why? Because they weren't working, they weren't being productive. So it's that much easier to just be angry, violent, Mm -hmm. toxic, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. You know, when most people gossip, it's why? It's because they have free time. (laughs) Yeah. No, really. I know. But when we're busy and we're productive, and then we take one step further, because most time you're busy and productive, you can be creative. And then when you're creative, you're closer to God in terms of your actions, and and it's proven. And we've talked about this in other shows where when you engage in creativity, all of a sudden you no longer want to consume. Yeah. Consume food, medications, uh, uh, Amazon, I'm still working on that. Yeah, but buying things, consume bad content, all of it. You are just, you just go to this better space. But when I see a lot of rich people that are, it's not just rich people. When I see rich people who did not have the healthy parenting to teach them, to present them with obstacles and, and, and allow them to overcome those obstacles, to teach them that they have to contribute. I remember hearing about one wealthy family. So it was really cool where the dad was like, listen, I, you see all around us, we have money. I can't, because I know a lot of the rich parents try to pretend to the kids they have no money. I've seen that technique. Kids are smarter today. And it's harder for a lot of the parents to pull it over on the kids because they go, yeah, okay. But I've known some of the parents too to go to say, um, yeah, this is all ours and none of it's yours. In fact, I was just talking last week to a college friend. We had one friend and, and I remember him saying, the dad was always saying like, you know, I'm going to spend every dime of this on me. You know, I hope you guys figure stuff out for yourself. Now, it's funny because I checked back in with the friend, the mutual friend from college, and I said, "What is it?" I said, "I kind of felt like Bob's dad was BSing him." He's like, "Oh my god, he passed on like seven years ago and left him. He's like, he's retired. He left him tons of money." But, but Bob was um, a happy and very productive young man because he was the dad was like, "Hey, you're on your own. You got to do this on your own." But when parents rob the kids of the journey take away all their obstacles, take away all the pain or just make it all easy for them. Mm. No, it's a very short term payoff. And from what I see is they're actually, yeah, it's easy, but I see that many of them are unhappy and and miserable and and miserable people. And by the way, sometimes if they're not doing things to abuse themselves, guess what they do? Abuse others. That's right. So when you see like the bad rich people that are like terrible to staff, that's what it is. They're bored and miserable. And Maria, being Maria, pointed this out to me, I think it was like 15 or 20 years ago. We, we have some of our dearest friends, they're very, you know, very wealthy, and their children are medicated and miserable, M&M. Mm. And then we had kids their same age that would always wait on us at this one restaurant in Van Nuys, you know, very small, modest restaurant. And, you know, the kids were putting themselves through college and just happy. And Maria said, Kevin, look at the difference. These poor kids who are working are happy and the rich kids who have everything are miserable. So no, I don't think, um, yeah, no, I don't think, uh, I, 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 easy is not better, you know, in my experience. So, um, thank you for that. Blinders on, do your thing, Mm -hmm. you know, don't look at those people and, you know, and if you are one of those people, then, you know, work hard to be grateful and appreciate what you have. Pooja, we were, God, we were having a conversation and you've grown up around 
a lot of this. Like you went to the bar mit- the bar mitzvahs and the bar mitzvahs <laughs> that yeah. actually had celebrities celebrities perform. perform. Yeah. And didn't your didn't your dad? How did your dad react to all of it? I thought that was interesting. Yeah, my dad. Both my parents like grew up really poor, and so they were just like and a decent amount. Not all of them, but a, I would say a good amount of the people that I went to school with. It was more like old money, so they were and their parents were a little bit more like used to it. Oh no, like they were kind of used to it. You know what I mm. mean? Like. Like my parents were like, my dad was like, no, like this is a bubble and my kids are not going to th- grow up thinking that this is real life. Like, so we're taking us to India when I was like in second or first grade or something. And he's like, see those kids on the street begging? Oh. Like that's real life. And where you live wow. is not real life. And you have to know that and know that everything that we have can literally go away in a second. So take none of it for granted. And this is how mom and dad grew up. Not that he was so, like, he had a bag on the street, but he, it was, what, eight of them in a one-bedroom apartment, right? So, like, (laughs) in India. So, it's he's like, that's how mom and dad lived. This is, you're so lucky. So, don't think for one second. Immigrants are the, so, so, that's why they're the salt of this country. And, uh, you know, when we're at our greatest, it's the immigrants. And I tell you, because they really appreciate it, because they get it. And uh, we don't. We've just, just had it so easy. You know, yeah. We just, you know, oh wow, that's yeah. well, amazing. So he was just like, amazing father. Don't even think. Yeah, I mean, both my parents, but they were just like, don't think this is real, because it's not. And you know, we're not at any level that we can support you. You know, for the rest of your life by any means. So mm-hmm. it's not like you have mommy and daddy's money. And even if we did, we would. You you shouldn't live like that. Like even right. if we were able to support you for not the rest of your life, you. and after we die, you wouldn't. We wouldn't because. Because that's just not I love real life. So anyway, yeah, no, I, I, I think this was really helpful for yeah. me to hear as well. Yeah, because I don't think it's yeah, easy is not better, people. Hell no. No, 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 no. When it, when you have it too good, and I think that a lot of us have it too good in this country, that, that then you're unhappy. True. You know, a lot of there's lot nothing. Of, there's nothing to all the video games and the I, and the multiple iPhones and the it, it's just it's not, also it's just not, not doesn't a, seem like it's working. No, yeah, no. And like, and that's a sign of affluence to me, right? And it's not a, like my mom's like it's not as fun. You, like we can buy you this nice thing, but so then what are you going to look forward to? That's right. Like that's so boring. We had a we were blessed to have a couple. Margie and Al live next to us in our starter home. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. And Van Nuys. And I was like, oh, and I'm building this and that, you know crazy man I am. So I'm like, I'm going to do this and gym spa back here. And, and, you know, <clears throat> and she just pierced her lips. And I said, Margie, what, 
you know, we were close friends. We were the housewives, you know, <laughs> me and Margie. And she said, you know, me and Al, we watch you kids sometimes, you know, we love you, but we think about it and we say, to you know, like, you know, you're not going to have anything to look forward to in life if you have everything now. She's like, so, you know, just, we'd love, we'd like to see you guys slow it down a little bit. Ah. I was like, oh. Did you take that to heart? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Margie. Next question, please. You got it, Kevin. This one's great. Okay. This one's from Danielle, also across the pond, but, you know, a little different pond. This is from Sydney. Danielle from Sydney. She wants to know, hi, team. I enjoyed the show. My question is, is it wrong for a 52-year-old to be using phrases on your show like Bybee, jelly sticks, et cetera? I mean, I'm a married woman, but not having kids, I don't feel my age. Danielle. Danielle, first of all, <clears throat> I want to stay professional. As man, as This is asked the manager. Well, what we understand on Regular Guy Friday is that everyone is a... Queen. Queen. Yes. Uh... No, I think that, I think that, um, I don't know if it's a serious question or not, but I'm saying, I actually think she's kind of serious. Yeah, no, half like, like, listen, you gotta, uh, you know, my philosophy, which I think is sound is, you know, learn from your mistakes and help people when you can. And then, but have fun along the way. And it's way more fun to embrace all of this stuff. And, um, in the tongue in cheek kind of way. Right. You know, where we kind of know. It's, it's kind of ironic. It's yeah, ironic, yeah. a little silly. Silly. But uh, I think, you know, it's funny. I'll take it back to um, Better Together, but, you know, wonderful interview with Brooke Shields. Great. Has it been You guys will get published here tomorrow. To, okay. And, um, you know, Brooke is now starting a brand website that's celebrating women over 40. And uh, one of the things I find most discouraging, I've always found discouraging, is just how, you know, our country is just youth-based. You, it's always youth-based. And how people, you know, over 40 are forgotten or they quit. Yeah. They quit learning. They quit growing. They quit trying. And, uh, you know, when I see how beautiful some of the Today, 60-year-olds are, and, you know, like an older, I, 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 and I love it. But then I see other people who've just given up. Mm. And you're too young to give up. I also don't think you can give up because I do think that we're going to have to work longer than our parents and grandparents, just how the world's going to be. And by the way, as we've talked about earlier, working and being productive is healthier anyway. But no, I think that, you know, I remember with my mom, I used to fight with our hairdresser. She used to like give my mom the boys regular all the time. What does that mean? B- boys like regular a hair, a haircut, haircut is like, yeah. Oh. I'm like, Could you, why don't we give her a balloon? You know, right. I'm like, why she's not like this? a seven-year-old. Well, because I, I think a lot of women, they get to a certain age, they quit. They just chop mm-hmm. all their hair off and then that's it. It, it just makes their life easier. I'm like, I'm sorry, my mother's beautiful. I'm like, mom, you know what? No. Who says you're a certain age? No. Grow it out. And she did. And it always looks so cute. And like to this day, the address is still like, well, I'm like, leave her alone. Yeah. Like why she still wants to embrace her femininity. She wants to, you know, and she looks great. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I love it. I'm seeing more older people go with the purple hair and the green hair. And yeah. I'm like, good. Embrace it. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want short... Do it. Do whatever do you want to do, want but just to. but don't give up. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like no. So you're 52, and like man, you you. There's 
25 good like contributing years, let alone life, but there's like 20. And, and, and remember that when we get to 70s, um, that's going to be like 70s now we're seeing men and women doing incredible things. Wait till we're that age. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll be even contributing more. If you look at photos just even of today, which I, I you know, you see how old people looked back in the day compared to today, which I think we're making, you know, it just, people are, you know, making better choices in those areas. And I also think that it makes for Brooke Shields, it makes sense because to market to that crowd, because that crowd has money. Mm, They, you know, but used to be like, well, the young crowd has the disposable income because they don't care. The older crowd's more conservative. It's still somewhat true, but I think now today's, because most of more of us are Queens, (laughs) I think more, People are, you know, want to spend on themselves and, yeah. and take care of them. So anyway, uh, no, it's a state of mind. And I think you get up and you fight that state. Of, you just, every day, you, you, I don't know, you do what you can to stay fresh, stay young, stay open-minded, have stay young crisp. friends, have old friends, stay mm-hmm. crisp. Again, it's Ask the Manager. Mm-hmm. So it's a different show. I know, <laughs> I know what they say on Regular Guy Friday, that being crisp is everything and being a queen it's even more important. And then obviously the end goal is to be popular on that show. On that show. Mm. This is Ask the Manager Mondays. Right. right. It's One more, here. Kelsey. One more, Kevin. All right. This is from Kelly um, in Montreal. And she's saying, how can we learn to say no and set boundaries in friendships and the workplace? Hmm. Kelly, you're really throwing Kev for a loop here. Yeah, because that's hard for me too. Yeah. I think if you assess those decisions, when you do say yes, does it give me energy? Is it right? So, who's the person on the show? I think the lady Susie who invented she poopery. Yeah. The lady who invented yeah. she's like, I'm going to go with his dissonance or resonance. Mm-hmm. So, is this going to fill my cup or not? And if it doesn't, and by the way, the older you get, the more you really start embracing this anyway, naturally. But you can do it when you're younger. Yeah, not doing it for me. Now, you don't have to be totally transparent with the person and hurt their feelings when you say no, but no. And, and remember when you say no, if you start explaining why you're saying no, you're negotiating and you don't, you don't want to be doing that. Just no. Yeah. And you accept something brief, but nothing beyond that. If, if that, this is where I probably get more 20th century, but if that yes or no, is going to affect your business, then hmm, we give that a second thought. Well, got to do this for business. Okay. Uh, as we talked about earlier on this show, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard in business. It's hard in life. It's hard to be successful. So sometimes you're going to have to say no and be out of your comfort zone, but for your greater goals. But all the more reason that in your personal life, mm-mm. Right. that's where you just, you can't, you have to protect yourself, PYE, protect your energy, especially in your personal life. Mm-hmm. And then as you get older, you never want to, you never want to, even for the sake of business, you don't want to go to the point of getting a brain tumor or anything like that. That is not worth, that's never worth it. So I don't know. I don't know if that helps, but. No, I think that's great. I think, you know, it's hard in this, like you were saying, Kev, like in this 21st century where everyone's like, oh my gosh, no, I have to look after me. I have to look. You have to kind of yeah. weigh things, you know, and boundaries are so important. You but can like, scam all you want. But you got to work. You got to work. And so, you know, I found I'm really bad with boundaries and I know it's something that I need to work on, but it's more in my like personal, you know, yes. and it's like, so I think that's a place to start. 
right? And it it's is. Like, and if you're being taken advantage of at work, remember this. You're bringing value to that place. And if they don't see that value, guess what? Someone else will. <clears throat> but don't lower your game mm. for them because mm-hmm. I've seen people do that too. No, you play your game. Yeah. You continue to be best and bring value. And if they don't see it, I promise you someone else will. And then you go, Bye B. Bye B. You go bye B and yeah. you leave and then they find out what they had when you're gone. Because oh, I've been there before mm-hmm, too. Always. And I told you, I, I said this on one of the Red Guy Fridays where I got sick of saying yes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to start slacking and being like everyone else. In fact, it's funny. It was when I started dating Maria, she didn't understand it. She mm. said, why do you have to be the one to go and load all the equipment? Why do you have to? Be? I'm like, Maria, because they expected of me. <clears throat> and I have, a, and I know, I knew the he was temperamental boss, and it was a time where everyone wanted to work. And I said, I need the hours, and I need to get out of here. I'm like, but you'll see, you know, I it will get us out of here, and then you, you know, you, he'll be sorry when I'm gone, and when I'm gone, like there was a huge void that never got filled mm-hmm. in the company. Not that I wished him on him; it's just a reality. So, um. I I think that you always bring value, you over deliver, and um and if you're not being seen, then it's time to go. Bye B. Bye B. Yeah. Um, little you know more upcoming news on. Uh, oh. Well, I'm just you know we've got our after school specials yep. now by the Better Together Players. Mm-hmm. We've successfully launched. Um. Ask the Manager Mondays. Also huge. Right. We've got Regular Guy Friday. We've got the website coming. Mm-hmm. Guys, like telling you, we're achieving a lot of stuff here. We really are. Really we are. are. Like, listen, if we were running for office or something, we to... <laughs> we're winners. We're real winners. That's mm-hmm. why I wish more people ran for office who did these kind of things, who yeah. actually accomplished something, who proved <laughs> themselves in some way, you know. And um, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. You know, the whole nostalgia thing with the after school special just took me down a rabbit hole. So I was kind of showing you this. Yeah. Now, do you ever hear, I think it's the Peter Principle, mm-hmm. which states that, you know, it's when you take just one step too far. Uh-oh. I've never heard of this. <laughs> and you fall. Why Peter? I don't know why. And I don't even know if that's what it is. Oh. But I feel like, because it's a story of my life. So it's like, it's like this you're showing go- the line. This is all going then... too well. So oh. I feel like I have to take oh. one more step. No. We always call, I, or, or better yet, my Battle of Waterloo. Oh my God. It's Napoleon's like, you know, it's, he took one step too far. See, I don't think so, Kev. I think because you were. Well, let me pitch this idea to you. Okay. Okay. Should we, should we bring back the say no to drugs campaign? <laughs> now yes. there's a terrific show that was done in the eighties called private victories. Okay. That they played in the high schools. And when I went back to substitute teach, I even had to play it. Very powerful stuff. Um, if you, Go check out on YouTube, Private Victories. Uh, I believe they've one or two episodes up there. Um, let's bring it. And, you know, and, and back then, you know, it was amazing that for whatever reason, everyone would act out the lessons, very similar to the after school special. But this big thing in the 70s, and this was even shot in the 80s, but I felt like, I feel like it was, it was shot by older people from the 70s who mm. interpreted this as powerful and hip. <laughs> Which they completely, completely missed, missed the, the mark. <laughs> totally. But the big thing in the 70s was, you know, whether it was a cartoon or a show, 
it always ended with the cast singing a song as a band. That's amazing. See? Oh, my God. So. I'm in. Private Victories. I'm in. The cast, they're like in high school, and they're, and they're battling the drug epidemic. Oh, my kay? God. And, of course, at the end of the episode, the whole cast. Sings a song. About. Private drugs. victories. Oh, I was going to say drugs. So I just want to like bear with us. Listen, guys, we're Ask the Manager Mondays is an audio show, but wow. just we're going to just take you through this clip. Wow. Press play, Pooja. Is this kind of like dare? Here we go. Can you make it larger, Pooja? No drugs. What do you think of those haircuts? Awesome. Cool yeah, kids. so they're in the auditorium, the whole cast. This is at the end of the episode where they got everyone to stop doing drugs. Here we go, Kelsey. I'm obsessed. Look, look at her. Look at the dance. Okay, I'm, I want to do this. Yeah, I'm the bass player with the hat. I'm so her. She's wearing a no, long denim No, I play the drugs, skirt. by the way. I know. There's you, Kelsey. That's me. With the, you're right. In my long denim skirt. Right? Where's the DJ? It's hard to understand. Do I, Kelsey? I love Kelsey. <laughs> Always down for the cause. She's legit bopping her head like it's awesome. You are it. so sick. I love it. There's me on the drums. Oh, Kev. Yeah, nice. Yep. Private victories. We need them. See? And look at, look at, see the, the callbacks to the earlier scenes? Yeah. Everyone hugging. Like, we can get through this like together. we got this. Yeah, we got yeah. this. Say no to drugs, everybody. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was the wrestling tournament that he was on drugs, so he lost. <laughs> Looking forward tomorrow by living, living life, life today. today. Always learning lessons. Oh, there's the drug dealer and his, his Cadillac that I want to buy. <laughs> Oh my God. Dreams become the future. Oh. Uh oh. See, now oh. you even see in the clips. Tell me you don't want to be Was part that of this. Joey from Full House? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. Private oh. victories. Yeah, see? There was an OD. There was an OD. You guys think this is funny? We gotta get kids off drugs, you guys. This is like the, the OG dare. Yes. No, it's the OG yes. euphoria. See? see the gang members? OG Euphoria, Pooja. Oh, you're right. No, there's my van. Look at me. I'm the drug dealer. Kevin. What? You can't be the drug dealer. We're saying well, no to drugs. So what? Do, so can the better together players... Oh, there's my caddy. That's the caddy I want, Pooch. Dude, we have to reenact this. That? Copyright 1983. Okay, that was the best thing Thoughts. I've ever seen in my life. Thoughts, you guys, listen. Forget everything we talked about. Ask the manager. I'm thinking as manager. I don't know. Do we greenlight this thing? I'm, the, I think I'm we have to greenlight our own say no to drugs program. Maybe we do a amazing. longer form of the after school special. Yes. But of course, it ends with us in a rock band yes. singing about the experience. I cannot tell you. Because here's the one thing I know from seeing that video. What? About private victories. What? What do you know? We need them. We need them. Right? That was, Wait, did you not interpret that? Do we have to play that again? That we need, I'll watch it again. 
Pooja. That we need them to like did save you, us? Did you see it? I got you. I right? got that. Yes. Cal- it's private uh, yeah. victories. Yeah. We need them. Right. They, they said it. They just they right? spelled it out. So that's what I'm saying. Oh we will spell gosh. it out with our band. Right. That's amazing. We have to have a name. We got you guys. We got to get the kids. I want Dare shirts to get, though. Yeah. No, I we'll think create. That. We have to create a new campaign. Okay. I, I think Dare's copyright. By the way, listen. Dare worked. It clearly worked. It was a success. I don't know it why really we was. abandoned it. I don't know it was one person but, that does drugs but, anymore. But now we no, no, right? Uh, no. Now one. we have to bring it back because they stopped it. And all of the drug mm. dealers like to wear the Dare shirts. And you know that was the real turning point, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what so I mean. So dare jump the shark, right? Exactly, it jumped the it shark. Jumped the but shark. I'm thinking, you know, again, this is why this is ask the manager. Us as managers, we're debating this, and yeah. you know, we we're gonna throw it out to you, audience members. You know, should should better together, you know, take on the war on drugs? You should know, we? Excuse me. Should we reignite the war on drugs? Yes. This is big because Kevin doesn't usually like me singing in front of him. No, this because this is for a purpose. Okay. The, the other stuff is just vanity and it's annoying. <laughs> this is to oh get kids off drugs. This is, there's a real problem. You play piano, right? No. Your parents, come on. The parents didn't have you play okay. something. When I was harp, like violin. Six. So what was it? Do you say harp? Yeah, the har- auto harp. I did not play the harp. Glockenspiel. I, I played. Glockenspiel. I played. I played, I played the, the piano when I was a child. I don't remember anything. Piano. But mm-hmm. I played. I played cello. Cello. <laughs> cello. I, I played the drums. Huge. Queenie's all right on the piano. Well, I forget you know, everything because you know, I was like a kid. No, 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 no. It's like riding a bike, baby. You're back on the cello. Tell mom and dad we need it from New New Jersey. I want the cello FedEx style. Yeah, we need that. Number one. Number two, I'm on the drums. Hell yeah. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Kelsey singing. Vocals, baby. Erica, your sister. I was thinking the same thing. Pianist. 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 I love it. I love it. Queenie, you know. The How dancer. Like, She's like the dancer. She's, no, I have a know? better idea. <laughs> Partridge me. Family had the great Reuben Kincaid, the all-time great manager. Uh-huh. He was the, you know, cool, dated flight attendants, was kind of the surrogate dad, but just had a little bit of swag to him. Because we're progressive. Right. Queenie, Maria, is She's our that. manager. Amazing. She manages the band. And you know, but Maria's so passionate about this stuff. Very oh, she's going to be so, so excited. Booking the venues. She's yes. going to be hugely excited. I love the idea. She's going to put a lot of energy into it for sure. So we oh, have. Oh, yeah. Wow. Better Together Players presents. So we could say Private Victories Today. Okay. 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 It's going to be long form. Mm. Right now, our after school specials are short form. Right. This is long form, rather ambitious. We got it. Okay, I'm going to have to obviously listen. The buck doesn't stop at me, <laughs> the the general manager of this. I mean, there's, you know, obviously other people that we need approvals from, but right. semantics. We get those approvals. We do and the long form. we're ready to go. And no matter what, as long as it ends with us a, in a band yes. Yes. singing about God. the entire episode. All in the two and a half minute song. I'm so excited. But we still have the 35, 40 minute episode. And then you come to the end, we recap it, and we get everyone off drugs. Wow. (laughs) Guys, we're doing God's work right now. Reigniting the God's work. Okay. Wow. But Uh is it the Battle of Waterloo? Is it just one step too far? I don't know. Why don't we leave it up to the listeners? Listen, you're right. A lot of you out there, 
Write us. I know you're on drugs. <laughs> I know your kids are on drugs, but listen, it's okay. No judgment from us, right? Judgment detox. But we want to help you. And by yes, the way, do. you may not be on drugs, but you know that the drug epidemic is yeah. completely out of control. You and, may and not be on drugs, but you know someone on drugs. You know someone on drugs. And you know mm. that the Say No to Drugs campaign did work. Yes. And the reason drugs are back is because we've abandoned that campaign. Yes. So we bring it back, a new twist on it, but not that even big of a twist. Boom. Boom. Wow. Brilliant. Private victories today. Brilliant. Anyway, a little assignment yeah. for our fans. I'm really into this. Uh, check Matching out outfits or... I like that. Yeah, okay. I like that. I, We're bringing it, it's, that either, back. it's either private. It's mm, it's either matching outfits or mm. it's we dressed in the '80s because I think. Yeah. Listen. I what mean, do I, I always? What do I huh. always say? We don't have to reinvent the wheel. You're right. Everyone had the '80s look. Mm. Everyone said no to drugs. Right. It was all white people talking to other rich white people, yes. and it worked. And it worked. And so I I say mm-hmm. we do not stray from the formula. I want to wear the long denim skirt and the poofy hair. I'm ready. Sign yeah, up. I'm ready to throw the collar up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am and too. And I'll just be white for this segment. Just for this one yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. for this, just this one, one segment. segment. No, 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 I'll no. They had the drummer was was uh, You're right. He was, he was black. Yeah. yeah. No, like, you're not good. that you're black, but so, you know no. what I'm saying. I mean yeah. the token the token Yeah, well, we don't like to say that, but you know. We like that. But yeah. again, here's the here's the thing. Guys, clearly it worked. It worked. Clearly. Right? Wow. But leave it to us to be... Now, watch. You'll see, like, in, guarantee you in two or three years, every podcast is going to mm-hmm. do their version. song. Well, <laughs> no. First of all, they're going to go... They're going to take on the war on drugs. Oh, By the uh, way, they may find other wars to wage. Mm. But yes, it always will end with them in a band singing about the cause. Yes. Thank um, you. This is got? a completely different subject, and I'm so sorry, but it's an update from um, the American Fun Machine. Oh, yes. The American Fun Machine, Stephen the Mew, a man at 30 who is working on the TV series Fun Boy Island. Yeah. He is in Cabo. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't heard much from him. And I think that's a good thing. He's probably really enjoying himself. Although he'll pretend to me he's not, but I think I'm sure he's enjoying himself. Well, he's sending us pictures of dogs. Very fluffy white dogs. And that's not usually the texts we receive from Stephen. So I'm I'm unsure if that means he's having a good time and his spirits are lifted or he's bored. No, Mm. having a good time. Mm. And uh, and there's probably a lot of stray dogs down there and he knows we love dogs. Okay. I wanted to dissect it with you guys. Give you a little update. Twitter though. This is not a stray dog in Right. He just found it on Twitter. He he found it's it's, He found a dog on Twitter and sent it to us. Oh. But if any of you were wondering Excuse me. about the American fun, this has gone off the rails. I digress, Kevin. Listen, digress. No, Stephen, but listen, it does come back because Stephen Lemieux will be engineering yes. and producing yes. the, um, our, 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 I'm, I'm not thinking an album. I'm thinking an EP. Mm, I like that. Four songs. Yeah. But really getting ahead of myself now. It's okay. We do our, baby. we're going to do private victories today. The whole story of us in high school and our, our, Battle against drugs, right. everything that goes wow. on, how we're tempted. A couple of people are going to have to die. <laughs> who should we should <laughs> who die? Who are we killing? Yeah, I think Roxy dies. Okay. Yeah, she's gone. She wants to act. She's out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, who else? Ashley. I was going to say Ashley. Ashley, but I don't Ashley kill used her. to act. No, it has to. We need. Okay. Listen. All right. You, we all got to make sacrifices. That's right. Yeah, and then you're right. 
You're right. We, oh, Pooj. Oh, no. I'm thinking of one of us needs to be the troubled youth on the fence. I'm looking at Pooja. you, Pooja. Yeah, 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 you know why? It's my MO. Well, she and can... also the minority. <laughs> oh, oh you're right, you're right. Right? It only just makes but sense. Will she, will she still be able to play the cello? At the end? No, that's see, that's the problem. Uh, She's now letting the band down too. Pooja. Right? I'm a drug she, dealing cello player. Well, I well, I don't know if you're a dealer as much as you are a, a taker. A user. User. A user. 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 User uses the term. Yeah, she's mm, a user. Yes. A user. And so we have yeah. to pull her out. And it gets Pooja. ugly. Pooja. You guys aren't my friends. Oof. Yeah. That's dark. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah. Yeah, this is too much. This right? is too much of a tease. We already gave you, as long as it ends with us in a band, yes. explaining the whole episode in that these are private victories, mm-hmm. and what else? And, and we're going to fight the war on drugs? And we need them! Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can we play it again, please? We'll get... Yeah, I want to watch it again. No, sure. no, let's not do that to our eyes. The, the lyrics, these are private victories. And, and we then, need them. And then, by the way, every reason Did I know this is because I'm not a lead singer. You're going to be going, do it. They're private victories. Sing it. The private pri- victory. <laughs> we need them. We right, Kel, need... And Pooj, you and I are going to be the backup uh, singers. Let's uh, go. Okay. Let's go. Uh, and the private victories. We, we need, need them. them. Yeah, See? really good, you guys. Yeah. A little rusty, all yeah. of us, but yeah. we're getting there. Everyone yeah. bear with us. Mm-hmm. And by the way, listen, thank you for joining us on Ask the Manager Mondays. Thank and you. and if you want to support, if you think we should reignite the war on drugs <laughs> and add this to our already very full plate, <laughs> are we here to serve you? Yes, we are. At the end of the day. So, please, uh, let's take us out of here. Amazing. Pooch. DJ Poojie Pooch. And uh, we've got a nice week ahead. We've got Brooke Shields. Huge. What else do we have? Uh, Jay Glazer. Ah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Okay, you guys, keep those questions coming. Keep them coming. Checking my email daily. On behalf of associate producer Poojinea and the rest of BT staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Ask the Manager Mondays. Be sure to send your questions to info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com or on Instagram at Better Together with Maria. For an 8x10 personalized signed photo or transcript to today's show, send a self-addressed stamped envelope, care of Ask the Manager, 17328 Ventura Boulevard, P.O. Box 311, Encino, California, 91316. Stay crisp, queens. <laughs> Stay crisp, queens, you guys. Second edition of Ask the Manager Mondays is over. Oh, until next time. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, we did a couple of no-nos on uh, the Regular Guy Friday edition and probably some today, too. So probably. I guess it always comes down to Queenie, does it not, Kelsey? God, this ends, though. Right. You guys, we do not have a signature out for Ask the Manager Mondays, but... We don't. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you, Pooch. We'll get there. We'll get there. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heal squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.